Hello, my kings and queens and princesses and prince. Today is July 10th, and we are still on our Fruit of the Spirit series. We're actually on the eighth Fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control. Hallelujah. We've had seven months of other uh, fruits of the Spirit, and now we're on the last one, which is self-control. And I believe that self-control kind of like brings everything to uh, fruition. Because without all the others, you cannot have self-control. As we look at self-control as our last fruit in this series, let's think about the reflection topic because of their past. Because of their past. Because of your past. The scripture that I want to read as a focus is coming from the book of Isaiah chapter 1 verses 18, 19, and 20. I'm reading it from the voice translation. It reads, come on now. Let's walk and talk. Let's work it out. Your wrongdoings are blood, blooded, but they can turn as white as snow. Your sins are red like crimson, but they can be made clean again like new wool. If you pay attention now and change your ways, you can eat good things from a healthy earth. But... If you refuse to listen and stubbornly persist, then by violence and war, you will be the one devoured. These things were spoken by the very mouth of the Eternal. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. Now in this devotion for today, Think about this. We all have a past. As we look at celebrities, Hollywood, New York, Atlanta, whatever you want to call it, on the surface, it seems as though these celebrities have it all. They have a huge number of A-lister stars who only have managed to find fame after overcoming a dark past filled with either addiction or personal tragedy. Like I said before, we all have a past. We can take a look at anyone and find that, that we think of as a great person from Madonna to Jim Carrey and on and on and even in our own lives and find dark pasts. We can find that in ourselves. But it doesn't mean that God can't work through our dark. I always say that growth, when we're doing uh, gardening, the growth is at the nighttime. That's when we have the manure in the ground, when we have all kind of stuff in the ground. And people are trying, uh, pests are trying to come and eat things. But growth occurs at nighttime so that we can enjoy them in the daytime. 
The other scripture I would like for you to look at is, um, let's see, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 through 30. Again, I'm going to be reading from the, the, um, the voice translation. Uh, let's see. We are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and accept his invitation to live to according to his plan. From the distant past, his eternal love reaches into the future. You see, he knew those who would be his one day and he chose them beforehand to be conformed to the image of his son so that Jesus would be the firstborn of the new family of believers, all brothers and sisters. As for those he chose beforehand, he called them to a different destiny so that they would experience what it would mean to be, be made right with God and share in his glory everyone again i want to say everyone wants the high time and the admiration of god's call without the ongoing work of oneself to atonement when god calls us let's answer we can't clean up our stuff alone through a vision from the lord isaiah as we look at the book of isaiah he begins his ministry for God. In the vision, the Lord asked, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah's response was to volunteer for service. Here I am, send me. After King Uzziah of Judah died of leprosy, Isaiah began his prophetic ministry. In a vision, Isaiah saw the Lord high in exalted seat on a throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. The Lord had a message to deliver to Judah, thus becoming the book of Isaiah. God was preparing Isaiah for his cleansing and for his commission. After Isaiah acknowledged his sin and at the prophet Isaiah, through a vision from the Lord, he began his ministry for God. In the vision, the Lord asked, again, I want to say, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah responded, here I am, send me. So when God calls, he will qualify and give the service. As one answers the call, he must come to the table in acknowledgement of self. And as we become more aware of ourselves during our work, then we are atoned and we can move forward. Remember the scripture, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Eternal One, plans for peace not for evil, but to give you a future and hope. Never, ever forget that. I have to recall in my residency 
there we had to do didactics on a weekly basis about our religious um, experiences, professional religious experiences, working with people from all walks of life and regarding all types of situations and circumstances and so on. In a didactic, if you don't know what that means, it's a, a formal teaching to help people to understand a human experience. And the key features of the didactic are three particular things. What is going on with me in the environment before I even knew about the encounter? Number two, what is going on with me in the encounter once I realized that I had to, had to deal with something? And then number three, after I left the encounter, what is going on with me? The key denominator in the whole thing, or the didactic, didactic is what is going on with me. So as we stand strong in strength, because we can do so because of Christ that gives us strength to do all things. Through Christ, he has overcome the world and what weaknesses we have, he we rise because he rose. Atonement is for us all. Fifty we come, fifty filthy we are. I shouldn't say fifty, but filthy we are. Fifty, fifty, filthy we come until we come into our awareness of what we need, that we need deliverance. And that can only be accomplished in Christ. This is because us and God, this is between us and God and not us and the world. Your deliverance is between you and God alone. When Isaiah answered the call, God knew of his sins and needed and need for atonement. And the best people on the real to help us with our stuff are those who have had have testimony of the same or similar circumstances can feel your pain have empathy and compassion for you so like jesus like god didn't overlook isaiah we should not overlook or discount someone because of their past and it doesn't mean that they can't pastor your church because god when god calls them to pastor god calls them to pastor so you can play around if you want to but I'm just telling you, when God calls you the pastor, and you have to let that person be and let God be. In Christ, again, like I said, he rose so we can come up. It's only after Isaiah is cleansed of his sin that he says, here I am, send me. And prior to that, he saw himself as the unworthy messenger once he was forgiven he immediately desired to serve the lord in whatever way possible so today rise to the plans already prepared it has nothing to do with your external but more to do with your internal spirit as we have to be willing to come to the table as we are jesus is saying to us in this message of Christ is come as you are yes he did not mean otherwise he meant stop sinning 
Come on up to me and I will wash you clean. Today, I'm asking everyone that's listening to this message, because I know God gave you plans and a purpose. Answer the call. The situations don't always look perfect, but in Christ, it is all perfect. It's a part of the plan. If we are waiting on perfect, that is a fictitious disorder of a situation. Christ is willing to accept you no matter the sin you've committed. Therefore, do not hold yourself back with guilt. There is no sin, absolutely no sin, that God cannot wash away. He wants us to remain and return to him. Remember the scripture, Luke 5, 27 through 32, as the verses. And I'm not going to read the scripture, but I'm going to give you a summary of the whole thing to kind of give you an idea. There was a man called Levi. You know Levi. We all know Levi because later Levi is became Matthew. Remember the gospel according to Matthew? Well, he was a tax collector and a sinner. Yet, to the surprise of the scribes and the Pharisees, Jesus called him. They said, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus quickly responded, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The Bible verse shows how Christ is willing to accept you no matter the sin you've committed. Therefore, do not hold yourself back with guilt. There is no sin that God cannot wash away. He wants us to return to him. So, what is God's calling for your life? But there is work that God calls all of us to do. And it's laid out for us in the Bible. God makes it very clear again and again that, we, that we're so loved. That we're to love others, care for the poor, and live our lives in such a way that we point to the power of the gospel. And when we contemplate what God's calling is for our lives, those universal commands are a great place to start. We can also look at Proverbs 31 and look at verses 8 and 9. And what this says is that we should speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly and defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Maybe it's Isaiah chapter 1 verse 17. In that we must learn to do right, seek justice, defend the oppressed, take up the causes of the fatherless, and plead the case of the widow. Maybe it's Isaiah chapter 58 verses 6 through 7. It is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke to set the oppressed free 
We can also look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 through 4. And in that, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from this love, if any common sharing, common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or selfish vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And I know churches have a hard time with that one. So I want everyone today to rise to the occasion. Have a blessed and beautiful day in the Lord. Remember that Jesus is Lord. And don't look at your past as something bad. But look at it as it is in the past. And Jesus is moving you onward to the future. And take that atonement and become aware of what has been going on with you. And what God can do with you and to you. Have a blessed and beautiful day.